Hi guys, this is FJ back once again with a short episode of my podcast and uh, it has been a long, long week. It has been a hectic week for me. A lot has been going on, especially in Middle East, especially in Washington, D.C. Um, and I've been trying to be on top of things, to be honest. And uh, also at the same time, I've been attending a lot of webinars, attending lectures as well, giving lectures as well and, you know, basically a very hectic week but finally we are into the weekend and i got the opportunity to you know do a new episode um but in today's episode i'm not going to talk about much i'm just going to talk about one thing and one story that came out recently you see yesterday there was a story that came out in the wall street journal right wall street journal uh, wsj um and so wsj said that um the story was basically on Saudi Arabia, right? And the story says that um, there's a divide. There's a divide between uh, the Saudi king, King Salman, and the Saudi crown prince, MBS, right? Mohammed bin Salman. And um, the divide is over Israel. Um, or let's say the divide is over how Saudi Arabia should go about this whole, you know, recognizing Israel thingy. So whether Saudi Arabia should follow in the footsteps of UAE and Bahrain or should Saudi Arabia wait, right? So Prince MBS is of the view, and this is according to this story that has been published in WSJ, right? This story says that um, Crown Prince MBS is of the view that um, Saudi Arabia should go ahead and, you know, it should embrace Israel, it should establish diplomatic relations with Israel, and uh, it should start doing business with Israel, right? On the other hand, you have his father, um, who's, who's a very senior citizen, um, King Salman. He is of the opinion, and again, this is all of this that I'm saying, this is according to this story that has been published in Wall Street Journal, right? So King, according to King Salman, his view is, as per this story, that Saudi Arabia should wait for the establishment of a Palestinian state before going ahead and you know, recognizing Israel. The same story also says that um, Prince MBS knew about, um, you know, this whole uh, thing that happened um, between UAE, Bahrain and Israel. <clears throat> Prince MBS knew about this obviously beforehand. And uh, but this story interestingly says that Prince MBS did not inform King Salman about this until the very last minute right until it was absolutely necessary to tell him so i mean this story is basically saying that prince mbs kept his father king salman in the dark about uh, the recognition of israel by uae and bahrain right so anyway this story came out and you know this story has been um, you know widely circulated since then and a lot of people have been uh, discussing this story some of you guys also messaged me about this story you know on my whatsapp on my telegram and you know asking me what i think about this so here's what i think about this look first of all we need to keep an open mind about this story right this story could be either completely true um or partially true or completely false right i mean those are the those are the you know chances of it basically um but we do know that um there's there's a very minimum chance of this story being completely wrong right there's there's definitely some truth in this story right 
and now I would like to take you guys back to what I've been saying, and 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 I've and I've said this in um, not just one, not just two, but I think multiple, more than two um, episodes of my podcast in the past. That um, you guys have to wait till Prince MBS becomes the king before you guys start asking me that when is Saudi Arabia going to recognize Israel, right? So now you know. Now you know why I have been saying and why I've been telling you guys that you guys need to wait, okay? Just don't rush into it. Try to understand the position of Saudi Arabia and um, try to understand their realities, right? And um, I mean, we just have to wait till Prince MBS becomes the king, right? That's what I've been saying. And so now you know why I've been saying that. Look, in my opinion, I, I'm, I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming in any way uh, the honorable king, King Salman. I'm not blaming him in any way. I completely understand his position, right? I completely understand that. Um, look, you have to understand that King Salman is is from the generation which has been staunchly pro-Palestinian, right, and staunchly as well as unconditionally, you know, the kind of uh, unconditional support which actually played a role in corrupting the Palestinian leadership. So King Salman is from that generation, okay, so it's perfectly fine for him to cling on to that view, okay, he's a senior citizen, he's he's quite old, and um, at this point, um, you know, when when you reach a certain age, um, there are certain things that you that you cannot compromise on, right? So you can't you can't force him to change his mind, right? Um, because in his in his eighty something years of his life, he has he has held a consistent position, right? So um, yeah, I mean. I'm not blaming him in any way. I'm just trying to explain to you guys that he comes from an from an older generation of uh, of, of leaders, basically, and so that's why he, he you know he, he he probably has this position which this story is talking about. Again, we are talking about this story right now, right? So I mean, it could be his position, and we have to respect that position, right? But on the other hand. We have uh, Prince MBS, right? Who I also greatly respect and admire, to be honest. And you guys know that um, he's, a, he's a great leader for Saudi Arabia, um, and he's taking Saudi Arabia into the right direction. He's taking some bold steps, you know. But those are the right steps. Those are the right things to do. So as for Prince MBS, and I obviously, you know, as you guys would probably guess that I agree with the point of view with of, of Prince MBS, right? His point of view is that Saudi Arabia should not wait. Saudi Arabia should go ahead and establish relations with Israel, right? That's That's his point of view because he comes from a younger generation. You have to understand that. Look, young Arabs today are largely, I would say, pro-Israel, okay? Um, they are largely pro-Israel. In my experience, you know, whatever I've experienced uh, in the Arab world, 
in the last several years, I will tell you guys that young Arabs today, especially in GCC countries, they're very, very pro-Israel, right? So you have to understand that Prince MBS comes from a generation which is which is younger, right? It is more open to change. It is more open to um, you know having an open mind, basically. You know, so he keeps an open mind about things, and he sees this whole Israel-Palestinian issue from the lens of the national interests of Saudi Arabia, right? Because he knows that unconditionally supporting Palestinian leadership in the last 70 years or so has completely corrupted Palestinian leaders. Whether it is the Hamas, which acts as thugs, it, it blackmails uh, Israel and then Israel has to, you know, uh, request Qatar to send funds for Hamas, otherwise Hamas would just, you know, um, start heating up the border, the Gaza border, right? So. Whether it's Hamas, whether it's the Palestinian Authority, these Palestinian leaders, they are so corrupt. And the credit largely goes to the unconditional support. I mean, I'm not saying that you should not support. I'm not saying that Arab, Arab or Muslim countries should not support Palestinian leaders. What I'm saying is that you should not unconditionally support Palestinian leaders. You should have some conditions for it, right? For example, you should uh, put a condition on your aid that, you know what, if you engage in terrorism against Israelis, we are not going to provide you with our aid. Okay, you can say goodbye to our aid money. Okay, I mean, conditions are very necessary, right? If, if you don't put in conditions, especially when it comes to, you know, giving aid to, to, a, to a party which is actually armed, you know, and which actually engages in terrorism. If you are not putting conditions on your aid, then you are doing a disservice not just to yourself, not just to your um, taxpayer money, but you're also doing a disservice to the people who are um, being ruled by the party who is getting your aid, which in this case is Hamas and Palestinian Authority. And because of this unconditional support, because of this unconditional support, they have been so much corrupted that it is now the Palestinians who basically suffer, the, the average Palestinian, you know. So, I mean, that's this, this is a vicious cycle. So, anyway, the thing is that Prince, Crown Prince, MBS, he comes from a younger generation. He, he holds uh, some, some different ideas. Right, um, he has his own vision about um, the Palestinian-Israeli conflict and how it should be resolved. Right, and we should respect that as well. I mean, what I'm saying is that I respect the position of King Salman. At the same time, I respect the position of uh, Prince MBS. But if you ask me which position I actually agree with on a personal level, I would say obviously I agree with the position of Prince MBS. Right. Look, Prince Ambius is the future of Saudi Arabia. Okay, let's let's face it. Let's be very clear about it. And it is good for Saudi Arabia to have Prince Ambius as its leader. Right. So, like I've been saying in the past, in in several of my um, episodes of my podcast, that we have to wait for Prince Ambius to become the king. Okay. And um, at the same time, we should not expect a lot from Saudi Arabia 
from this particular um, area, right? Uh, I mean, Saudi Arabia already did a huge thing by allowing, um, you know, flights to Israel and back from Israel to UAE and Bahrain from, you know, to, to, to basically pass from, from its airspace, right? So, I mean, that's, that's a huge thing on Saudi Arabia's part. So, and we should, we should appreciate that. We should respect that, right? So, we should not um, expect so much from the Saudis right now at least um, because it's, it's you know it's, it's really important for us to understand their position and uh, it is important for us to understand that um, it is not worth risking um, the position of Prince MBS in Saudi Arabia it is in the interest of Saudi Arabia it is in the interest of the region to have Prince MBS as the next Saudi leader Okay, as an ex Saudi king, so let's not um, let's not uh, you know, and you know I, I would I would really expect this thing from the Americans at this point that uh, let's not um, put pressure on Saudi Arabia of any kind. Uh, let's respect the the position of the Saudi king if he thinks. And again, this is according to the Wall Street Journal story, right? If he thinks that. Um, right now is not the right time for Saudi Arabia to embrace Israel then I think we should respect that and we should let it be for now okay and uh, we should wait for Prince MBS to become the king and uh, a lot of great stuff will happen after that okay so anyway so this is what I think about this as you guys have been asking me about this particular story that came out yesterday this is what I think, okay? This is just my personal opinion. And again, this is based on this whole story, okay? I'm not going to say um, that I can verify anything that has been mentioned in this story that came out in the Wall Street Journal. I'm sorry, I cannot verify or um, deny anything uh, that has been published in this story. What I can tell you guys is my own opinion based on the stuff that has been reported in this story, right? So... So yeah, I mean, I gave you my opinion. That's my opinion. And uh, but apart from that, right now, I think a lot of credit should be given to the brave and bold leadership of um, UAE and Bahrain. Right. And um, also, Kuwait is now among the countries which is, you know, in talks with um, uh, the U.S. government. Um, to to have um, relations with Israel, um, it might not happen very soon. I mean, there, th th I mean, there could be countries, you know, which might actually uh, recognize Israel before Kuwait, right? But Kuwait will eventually, obviously, recognize Israel as well. So, it's it's very interesting. Let's see what happens. So, a lot of great things are happening, and. Uh, you know, let's let's uh, stay in the moment. Let's not try to rush into the future. Okay, let's stay in the moment. Let's appreciate what is happening, and um, let's be patient. Okay, so I'll be back very soon, guys. This is it for right now. Um, don't want to talk about anything else today. So this is it. Uh, I'll be back very soon with a new topic to discuss. Okay, take care. Until then, bye bye.